Real mom, say the F word. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> good you afternoon. Good afternoon. We ready for real? <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. All right. All right. All Love right. It. So, good afternoon. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I am Melissa, and this is Real Mom, Say the F Word. Um, and today I have my friend Jamelia. Don't ask me to spell it. There's a D and a J and an I and an L. And something else in there. Just Figure it out. Letters. Just throw a couple of letters around. Um, Jamelia has been friends with us for, wow, about 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Or we've known you for about, yeah, about yeah. 10 years. I met you guys 4th of July right before you found out you were having Jenna. The day I was sauced. Oh, my yes. God. That yep. was the day that Allison kept my wine filled and yep. I was fucking tanked. I remember that day like it was yesterday. Oh, my actually. God. It's quite hysterical. That's why I'm surprised she's normal because <laughs> I pickled her from day one. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't remember that that's the first time. Yeah. Hmm. I had heard about you previously, mm-hmm. but I hadn't met you guys until that day. Well, all right. And I'm sure you heard all fantastic things because we're wonderful. Heck but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and I have my hot sound engineer. <laughs> She did not say that randomly. Like, it's actually written Shut up. down. <laughs> that was like what I was going to say at the end. I <clears throat> After thinking, if we're doing a good no, job. No, I have to write everything down because I'll, like, freeze up and I won't remember anything. Dude, I have the attention but, span of a fruit fly, so I have, like, lists upon lists upon lists everywhere. Yeah. You've, <clears throat> you've seen my house covered in chalkboard. <laughs> it's like everything's chalkboard. Um, my house is getting to that point. Yeah. Well, Jamelia is a new mom. We've had a lot of other moms on who are seasoned, if you will, but she's still a little new. A little new. A little bit. Well, I think, what, your baby's going to be a year in two days or something like that. Three days. On Thursday. Mm -hmm. She's adorable, and she's she's being taken care of by my daughter and her friend. I'm scared. (laughs) Very scared. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here all cool, calm. And, and this is one of the things that I was talking to Guy about before you got here was how you are not your stereotypical first-time mom because mm-hmm. I was a nut. I still am, kind of. But I was an absolute nut when with my kid. Like, I would not have been – I've seen you react in certain, certain circumstances that – I wouldn't have been so cool, calm, and collected. I really wouldn't. Even just now, like saying, here, here's all of her stuff, kids. Go go ahead. She can hang out with you. <laughs> I, and I was like, anxious on the inside. I'm like, oh, my God. So is that, do you think, because of your profession? or Because Jamelia is a school teacher for special education. Well, I used to be special education. Oh, so you're not um, special ed anymore? No. Well, I do still see special ed kids. But oh, okay. now that I'm teaching up here mm-hmm. in our area, um, it's ENL, which used to be ESL. Thanks, New York State, for changing that. Mm. Um, yeah, so I do – I teach ESL kids. So it's students who don't know the English language. It's their second language. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah. I do have a couple of kids in there who are definitely special ed, but most of them are your quote-unquote nice. gen ed. Normal, but you, you primarily in the very beginning of your career, you started with autistic children and yes. children with special yep. needs. Yes, alternately so. assessed kids were, right. were my specialty for five years. I do miss them, mm-hmm. but um, that's not what I do anymore. Right. Um, but that's relatively new. This is only, what, your second year or your first, first year? It's okay. my first. So I've only been doing this since September. Mm. Yeah, That's right. You so. were fortunate enough to get a job up here yeah. or closer to home after you had the baby, which was very right. nice because right. – 
driving back into the city with a child, I don't think would be very, uh, I do it every day, yeah. but my daughter's older. Actually, I was doing it when she was a baby, but it yeah. still was. You only forgot her a couple of times. Shut up. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Dang it. Well, I People don't think People actually I'd listen ever... to this podcast. You can't like ruin it for me. It's still new. I don't think I'd ever be able to forget her because she stays with my parents. So I think if I even attempted to be five minutes, well, no, I've been late before. And then I'll come in and either my mom or my dad will say, so what took you so long this time? You're getting later and later oh. and later with the pickup time. I'm like, guys, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good. For, yeah. But that's, you know, on one hand, having the parents be able to take care of her and be her, you know, primary caregivers mm-hmm. during the day, you don't have to really worry about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you've got that boundary thing. Well, I do have to say my parents, they're very good with the boundary thing. They're very, um, they're great. My parents are actually very great. They, they will. She's just afraid they're listening. <laughs> no. <Just> anyway. <laughs> I do. No, I do have to say they are great. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, there are times I probably annoy the heck out of them, but they're for the most part pretty good. Like they, I mean, they raised two of us and they came out pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Jury's still out. Just kidding. Well, maybe maybe on my brother. I feel um, like I'm okay, pretty normal. Okay, yeah. Um, well, crazy people don't know they're crazy. <clears throat> That's true. Oh no, I'm totally insane. I'm like certifiable. There's no, there's no doubt about that. We know this. Do um, you ever have a problem? Well, I don't know. Like I have a friend whose parents used to take care of their child, mm-hmm. and the parents would feel like they could just say, "Well, I can't watch the kid today," and then just leave her in a lurch. You know what I mean? Do they ever? No. No. My parents, they will know ahead of time. Like my dad has a lot of um, doctor's appointments he has to go to and things like Mm -hmm. that. They know ahead of time. They tell me ahead of time. Like they're getting ready to go on vacation. Mm -hmm. I know about this months ahead of time. Oh, good. That's good. They're very good about that. There's, And usually because my mom works nights, so if she has a couple days where she is off, Mm -hmm. I know that she'll stay – then will stay with my mom mm-hmm. and then my dad will go off and do whatever he has to do. Right. Or if my mom has to work, my dad stays home. That's nice. So there's never, I don't, there's only been, I think maybe one time where I was kind of, no, actually no, not even because every time they warn us ahead of time. So they say, listen, nice. either you or Scott, one of you has to take off or That's good. they'll ask my brother yeah. to, to help out or whatever. So yeah, they're pretty good. I think like the first time we had to put Jenna in childcare was like devastating, but, um, you know, after I think it was the best decision that we made. She was 18 months old, and she immediately started to flourish. I think that the biggest thing for me was teacher turnover. You know, yeah. um, and then you have to find the right daycare center that's going to fit what you expect. Um, and you know, guy and I aren't really like feather rufflers, <laughs> so we're just kind of like we're just not good parents. We're no, we're not. <laughs> we just left our nine-year-old alone with a baby. She's, yeah, we're not even batting an eye. Listen, if she's confident enough to sit there with my one year old, not even one year old yet, I think you're doing pretty good. Well, thanks. Um, So you are Russian, yes? Yep. And straight off the boat. Straight off. Um, (laughs) So, and your parents, obviously. Parents are Russian too. Yes. You didn't get that way just because. Yeah. Um, I wasn't adopted. <clears throat> that's good. Mean. Good. <laughs> Your brother, he's again, he might be. He's, he doesn't know that. No. 
No, see, we we never. See, you know how like they they play that joke like. Um, you know, you were adopted because there weren't so many photos of you. Yeah, that didn't work in his case because there's tons of baby pictures of him. There aren't as many of me. So he kept trying to tell me I was adopted. Oh, okay. Didn't Fair enough. Yeah. So you have a bilingual home. Mm-hmm. Now, is yep. she, do you speak to her in Russian as well as yes. English? Yep, we do. Um, <clears throat> my parents, since they're with her most of the time, all they speak with her is, is Russian. Um, I'm kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. Because my husband doesn't speak any. Well, that's good because then you can talk shit about him behind his back <laughs> and be like cursing. <laughs> be like, oh, you smile and be like, oh, I love you. But meanwhile, you're like, you're such a you know, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn it! I need to learn another. The only thing I know how to say. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Don't tell her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, when when we first met, because he's taken French and, and his, you know, his ancestry is French, yeah. um, he used to call me, give me a nick. he gave me a nickname in French. Oh, and God. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. It sounds so sweet. And it was, the, wait, let me see if I can do this. I've had some wine. La petite pomme de terre. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that sound so sweet? It does. And you look at me and say, oh, la pipon potato. And it was my little potato. For fuck's sake, it's a potato. Okay? So, yeah, it sounded cute until I learned what the meaning was. And then I was like, yeah, I might need a new nickname for that one. Well, here's the question. How much do you love potatoes? He hates them. Oh, God. No, he doesn't hate them, but he doesn't eat them. I like french fries. Well, oh, I can't help you. I'm sorry. I tried to help you here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, well. Anyway, so I guess that leads yeah. me back to my original question about or my statement about her um, being raised with both cultures. Yeah. Now, Scott is, isn't he, is he Irish? <laughs> he's a, he's what we lovingly, affectionately call a That's mutt. That's me. I'm a mutt. Yeah. Okay. He had his ancestry DNA done and he's like all over the map pretty much. Um <clears throat> but he only speaks he only speaks English. Mm-hmm. And even then his favorite phrase says he can barely speak English. So oh. but he's picked <laughs> up a few words of late. Um I mean he's had a year to to hear us just basically speaking Russian to her. And I mean I do kind of half and half because sometimes I, I mean I have to speak to him in English. I can't yell at him to go do something in Russian. He won't I mean he yeah. can barely do it if I tell him in English. So. Okay then. <laughs> This is what Scott gets for not coming today. Yeah. Yeah. Wait for those, I mean, he knew that wait for those calls, Mr. Fireman. <laughs> See what you get. Oh, yeah. so, so do you do two different Christmases? Because the Russian Orthodox Christmas is in January. January yes? 7th. Yes. So we've actually, we've done, so she's baptized Russian Orthodox, just like I am. So what we kind of said early on was we're going to stick to the traditions that I have in terms of Christmas mm-hmm. and and Easter as well because we're sticking to them because of what she's baptized as. Mm-hmm. Primarily, um, like it's it's really hard and it's really confusing. And if you really think about a child, I mean, you you have a ten year old, so I mean, a nine year old, yeah. so you understand. It's very it's very hard, especially early on, to explain to them why there's two different Christmases, why right. there's two different Easter's, mm-hmm. why there's there's a right. difference, especially when you're in America. If we were in Russia, it'd be a totally different story. Of course. Um, you can just explain that you get all the better fucking sales. 
I mean, come on. After Christmas, you get all the good sales. Is she going to understand that when she's four? (laughs) If you teach her economics early. Girl, I can't even do economics. (laughs) I'm almost 30 and economics and I are not the greatest friends. So, um, But I get it. So, Yeah, that would be tough. Right. So we decided for now, uh, you know, till all, if we have more kids, until all of them are old enough to understand, mm-hmm. we've kind of decided that just for now, she her Christmas is January 7th and that's what we're doing. Okay. Um, what we did this year was because his family, Scott's family usually does something for Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So we went for Christmas Eve for their big Christmas Eve dinner. I just whacked the mic. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we went for their big Christmas Eve dinner. And, you know, we let her open two presents. No. We did one. So, we let his his mom gave us because she bought a ton of stuff for her. So, we told her, listen, we'll just do one. And that'll be it. And so, she, she was very understanding. And I think they all understand because, you know, it's the, the religion thing. So... They all saw her open something, and of course, she's still so little; she doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't get it. So no. when the rest of the family was giving us things, she was off playing with um, her cousin. So I just kind of opened the rest of it because I was curious. I'm like, I want to see what she got. Let's <laughs> like, go through home and all this. Yeah, I am. No, I'm so bad. Jenna's first Christmas, my grandfather gave her a cigar, and we have a picture of her like chewing on the end of a cigar. I'm like, yeah, great, Beautiful. good culture. See, yeah. you you're talking about your strong religious beliefs and and I'm getting scars in my kid you know well if you want to let I don't think we got a photo of this which is really what makes me kind of sad I think we should have gotten it his um my husband's aunt gave us um this kit to make Moscow mules which obviously has a bottle of vodka my kid tried to play with the bottle of vodka all right just leaving it there that's my girl (laughs) so she just walked around with my wine glass She's on it. She's a good girl. It's very quiet. It is, but I can hear her. You can? She's still alive. Okay, good. Yeah, you didn't just hear her go, nah, 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 nah. Nope. Because you know what? I've tuned that out in my life. (laughs) You know, like, now that Jenna's nine, I I wait for mom. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, usually if she falls down, she's like, I'm okay. Dude, that's my favorite phrase in the whole wide world. I'm like the biggest klutz. My parents have this running joke. No, no. You would take silver. Because this girl would take gold. Bam! I don't know about that. Most times stuff happens. I'm looking around for witnesses so that people know that I was not anywhere near her when it happened. I fell down outside a few years ago and hurt my back. And I swear people thought that Scott was beating the crap out of me. And I'm like, no, that's just really me. Rookies. Well, I've had (laughs) the, the dog gave me a bloody lip couple of months ago so i had this lip that was like hanging out big old purple lip he's giving me a black eye jenna's giving me two black eyes um i fall down we had company a couple of weeks ago and i was trying to be all nice and cut up some pepperoni and cheese for everyone oh and i ended up at urgent care with five stitches oh lord so mm-hmm. i'm like cringing. yeah see <laughs> this is what i'm saying and when I get that call or when I hear her crying, I'm looking around for witnesses. <laughs> and then he waits to see if I'm okay and then he starts laughing. But well, like, and even just, just this morning, I was picking something up off of the floor. Simple task, yeah. Right. And I clonked the back of my head on the granite countertop as I was standing up. Like I've got, I swear to God, some days I get so frustrated because I'm like, 
why am I so ridiculously <laughs> either unlucky or just a klutz? Like, it's just, to me, I just don't get it. I don't get it. But, All right. I concede. You take gold. I'll take thank silver. You. But I don't want the title, really, but, you know. But anyway. Just saying. So, so now you feel a little better about yourself. You are yeah. not the clumsiest no. person in the world. Well, no. Okay. So I'm the clumsiest person in my family. Put, All right. Well, there you, go. you can have that. I don't know your family. But. No, I really am. I can't tell you the number of times we would um, – so we have hardwood floors on our stairs. Yeah, no, that's not – that's just dumb. Because then you put socks on and you fall down. You slide down. Yeah, well, that's me. Uh-huh. N- nobody else, just me. I would. You and I could, like, thumb and Louise, hold our hands and walk down the stairs. <laughs> yes. Um. So anyway, we're – this is your first child. This is yes. your – is this your parents and Scott's parents' first grandchild or she's no? my parents first grandchild uh-huh. she is oh that's right scott has other siblings she's my 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 in-laws fifth or sixth damn something like that i don't okay they like i, mean, I could probably do the math they but. like sex in his family apparently <laughs> or they don't have tvs sorry <laughs> <laughs> Well, yay, this is how it happens, you know? That's how it goes. I but love you. Anyway. So, so, I mean, and, and if this topic is is off the table, just let me know. But you and Scott had some fertility stuff in the very beginning, right? So we so we had some issues. Um, nothing – it wasn't anything, like, major. They, oh, good. They did tell us that – you might, you might not, but it was really all centered around. I have something called PCOS, mm-hmm. which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm-hmm. But mine is not. Um, oh my God, what's the word? Genetic. There we go. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, so mine's all hormonal. Literally, just my hormones are completely out of whack, and when I get them normal, mm-hmm. that's when everything works normally in my body. Apparently, awesome. So. The only problem is that it depends on weight, and my weight fluctuates constantly. Mm-hmm. So we <clears throat> we had I'd lost some some weight, kind of reset my hormones, um, and then we just kind of found out one day. Hey, you by were, the way, you're pregnant. Hey, awesome sauce. Yeah, I remember when I got that message. I was like, Yes, she's gonna have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, we even um, it was funny because. I, when I found out, I instantly thought of you. Not even gonna lie, Aww. because <laughs> weeks before we had had my friend's bridal shower, mm-hmm. and she, I was her maid of honor or matron of honor. So <laughs> we'd planned this whole thing, and like all of us girls were drinking, except for one of the bridesmaids who was pregnant at the time. Wait, isn't that um, um, Mr. D's classic? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mr. Okay. D Classic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mr. Yep. D Sorry. Classic's uh, daughter. Yes. Yep. That was, it was her wedding or her bridal shower. And uh, at her wedding already, I knew I was pregnant. So there was no drinking then <laughs> as much as I wanted to. We actually, it was funny. We had this game plan. We're like, okay, so we're going to do mild drinking at the bridal shower and major drinking at the wedding. And I couldn't do major drinking. So third bridesmaid had to drink for. The three of us, because all three, the, the other two of us And I'm sure that that was fantastic. Yes. She loved us that day. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But no, I had quite a bit to drink at the bridal shower. Um, 
Yeah. And so when I found out, I was like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that was the same. Fourth of July. I was <laughs> drunk as a skunk eating burgers right. and like, yeah. Right. I wasn't drunk as a skunk, but I drank quite a bit. And then the day before I found out I was pregnant, I had been drinking as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well. Yeah, there you have it. <laughs> Pickled. Pickled babies. That's where they come from. Oh, uh, I mean, I remember like my best friend. What's wrong with the cheese? It's cheddar cheese. Okay, the sound engineer, my hot husband, <laughs> is eating the cheese off the cheese plate. It's fancy. It's fancy. He's, fancy. he's no, like, it's I, how is whatever. this fancy? If it had like, I just want regular cheddar cheese from Aldi's. All American Ew. cheese? Are you kidding me? That's see, ew. see, this is what I mean. Whatever. It's too fancy. I just want it so undignified. Cheese. It's cheddar cheese. It's it's a dollar twenty nine a pack from Aldi's. It's not that fancy. I just wanted regular cheese. Whatever. Anyway, do you have Kraft singles in the fridge? I do. I have. I have. I have <laughs> organic Kraft singles about. in the fridge. Whatever. You, you should just take one of those and just throw it on them. I should. Day. Nasty things. It's just like when I go to make macaroni and cheese. My grandmother used to make the best macaroni and cheese. I can't make that in this house because he's like it's not orange. It's not orange and powdery. Because he wants the nasty ass craft macaroni and cheese. That's not macaroni and cheese. Ew. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Ugh. And you know what else? Ew. How many million Beef-a-roni. boxes of craft macaroni and cheese have been sold? Beefaroni. Nasty. I've never had beefaroni. God bless you. I've never had it. Don't even, because there's none in there. Oh, wait, yeah, there is. There's one. There's a sympathy can in there. Sympathy can of beefaroni. It's the nastiest shit on the planet. It's my emergency beefaroni. What kind of emergency could you possibly have? That you, <laughs> you never know when you're going to need to have some. <laughs> when fake... she's trying to poison me, yeah, okay. I, know I have beefaroni. Whatever. Poison me with nasty cheese. Uh-huh. So you still eat it though. Here's my here's my thing. You still eat it. You still took that piece. You bit into it. You didn't like it, and then you proceeded to wrap it with salami and still eat it. So what are you bitching about? Okay, first of all, <laughs> because it was wrapped in salami, so it hid the taste. Secondly, it still why, if it was poison, you, you still would quiet be on the word bitchin'. I don't know because it's like a really bad habit that I have now. <laughs> so clearly, she. Like, who are you whispering for? Her daughter's a year old. Give her time. There's a microphone done... right in front of you. No. <laughs> as soon as Jenna hits double digits, I'm going to be cursing at her every chance I get. Clean your fucking room. God damn it! I have well, I have this really, really bad habit. Um. Well. I used to not be a potty mouth, as you still remember, I'm sure. I used to be fairly I remember quiet. when you used to not be a potty mouth, but then I met you as a potty mouth again. And Yes. Yeah. I spent way too much time with my husband. And then when I started working in the city five years ago, I worked with these great women. Absolutely love them. But they were – they're Russian also. And they taught me all, and I mean all, of the Russian curse words they could think of. Dude, I'm 46. So. I'm 46, and my mother still doesn't know this podcast exists. My mother has no idea that I curse. <laughs> I say, God damn it, and I get the full name. I'm 46 goddamn years old. Yeah, wow. I don't curse in front of my kid. The fact that she knows that I have a podcast that talks about the F word, she knows that I curse. <laughs> she really does. I mean, she's not dumb. And you know she's not dumb. Otherwise, you wouldn't really have done your what was your thesis on our kid or something? What was some some study? Yeah, there's some kind did. of report I did. Yeah, but um, oh no, it was language based. What, what exactly? I'm sure. I'm sure. What, what exactly did she say about us? 
Oh, it wasn't about you guys. It was about her. It was her language skills. I remember exactly what I did. I don't remember the paper, but maybe I'll find it for you. Yeah, that would be funny. She's real. I mean, her language has always been off yeah. the charts. It was when I was doing. It was when I was doing my master's degree, mm-hmm. um, which was in ESL. We were talking about <clears throat> language development, so it was. Yeah, I mean, she was, she was probably, see the, the the problem with Jenna is that she's always set the bar very high. So we don't, we've not had other children to compare. Like mm-hmm. whenever we think of other children, we always compare Jenna and her milestones and that kind of thing. And, and right. we never really realized that she was above the spectrum, if you will. Like she was yeah. always above the curve um, or with the development she had her vocabulary. Um because she was 18 months old and she could say endoplasmic reticulum. And yeah. I thought Guy was, a you know, an idiot. I'm like, he's trying to teach her endoplasmic reticulum. But by 18 months old, homegirl was like, endoplasmic reticulum. And molecular hydrostatic tension. <laughs> yeah, she would say that one too. I don't know what either one of them mean. Doesn't Whatever. matter. She was able to say it. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But so so let's let's reverse a little bit. Um, So you got pregnant. You did. Yeah. yeah. So did you have a natural birth or did you have a cesarean? So because there's nothing up- natural about childbirth. It fucking sucks and it's stupid. And yeah. And I don't, all these women, they're like, oh, it was so beautiful. It was the most unbeautiful thing. Were you one of those beautiful? Oh, it was so beautiful. Okay. Thing? So I'm kind oh of. Oh my in the God. I'm she's one middle. of those beautiful no, no, no. women. I'm oh, in the middle. Jesus so, okay. Christ. <laughs> so, okay. Remember back when we just. Allow started- me to take a nap. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Okay, it's okay. So you know how when we just started, you were talking about how I'm like easygoing and whatever. So for me, it was more that I'm easygoing with everything, that it was, I feel like I just took it in stride. And I'm not one of those crazy people who's like, oh my God, it was so beautiful. No, because I was deathly afraid most of the time. But it wasn't as bad as some people made it out to to Mm -hmm. seem to me. So there's that. So it's like- How long was your labor? Um, okay, so I actually it was interesting. I went I had a doctor's appointment in my 39 39 weeks. I was 39 in one day. And um I went in and they're like, "Yeah, we think you have a uh, preeclampsia." Ugh. I'm like, "I'm 39 Come weeks. On what now. difference does it make? We're not letting we're going to run some tests to see if you do, but we're not letting you go home." Pardon my French, but what the fuck? Like, right. I want to have my baby the when, when it's right. time. Why right. Why do I have to? And like, of course, so now they're setting me in, they're like sending me into a panic attack. I'm mm-hmm. starting to get anxious and nervous and they're doing all these blood pressure tests and they just oh, keep skyrocketing. Wait, did they tell you to calm down? They did. <laughs> yeah. They did. They did. They did. Calm down. That helps. Yeah, exactly. Well, calm down. Your blood so, pressure's too high. My the nurse like I when I told her because at this point my pressure's so high I'm shaking I'm upset. I'm buying myself because Scott's at work. My mom is not there because my mom – well, I delivered at the hospital my mom works at. But so – works at? It's fine. Works in. Works. No, no. It's not fine. I'm an ELA teacher. Like, no, it's not fine. So <laughs> we'll edit that part out. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> no, he won't. He doesn't let me live anything This down. is true. You know this, this is true. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so of course I'm all anxious. My blood pressure at this point is like in the 200s. It was insane. But the their game plan was that 
so, and then it turned out that when the doctor came back to, to tell me about my results, she said, yeah, you do have preeclampsia. So she goes, you know that you're in the early stages of labor. So mm. if you're having contractions, I'm like, what? How, 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 how am I going to know It's like this? new moms. I mean, come on. New moms, don't don't freak out. You don't know when you're in labor. Yes. I mean, I walked around freaking shopping all day. Right. And had labor all day long and had no clue. I just thought I had cramping and I thought I had to pee. Right. It was not a big deal. Right. And I wasn't cramping. Mm-hmm. I'd worked all day. Mm-hmm. I went to, I went to work. How many, I was, I think I was um, 100% of face. And three centimeters dilated, and I was still at work. I was like, "Whatever, who fuck cares?" I I have a job to do. God damn it, I'm gonna get my job done. <laughs> right. And I I was in. I don't believe I was. No, I don't think I was completely effaced, but I was, or maybe I was really close to it, and I was only one centimeter dilated. They're like, "Yeah, you're having contractions. They're not very close together, but you're having them." Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I couldn't feel them. I'm not gonna lie, I couldn't feel them. I had mm-hmm. no idea what, what was going on. Did they have to scrape your membrane? Because that motherfucker, you will feel. No. Dude, now I can't remember. Good God in oh. heaven. You no, would you would remember. Think so. I think I would remember. I was going to say they you would remember. They did have to break my water. And that yeah, was extremely here. uncomfortable. Because eh, that was okay. For me, because they, well, they <laughs> The uncomfortable was, part was that was they used a fucking crochet hook. That's what was uncomfortable <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, my God. For me, it was, that was uncomfortable because they were doing it mid contraction like I was getting having contraction yeah. as they were doing it I'm like can you guys can you just stop because I can't sit still like we need you to sit still I can't shut up sit still like right. and so yeah so I labored well <laughs> I slept through the night they they put me out they gave me stayed all something stayed all it's probably what they gave you stayed all was a ambient beautiful. actually I don't know what they they gave me stayed all and it was beautiful mm-hmm. yeah so I slept I apparently there were like 10 people in my vagina and I had no idea Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. They didn't bother me at all. That I know for a fact. That entire night, they didn't bother me. In the morning, they broke my water and gave me Pitocin, Pitocin mm-hmm. to, to jumpstart everything. And I just labored on through and just kept going, going, yeah. going. But I was stuck because they wouldn't let me, because of my blood pressure, they wouldn't let me walk. And since I couldn't walk, she wouldn't come down. And so she wouldn't come down. That bitch. I wasn't. She just sticking her hands out like I'm not going let my people go well I (laughs) (laughs) no so she she just (laughs) sorry oh my god um so yeah so she just wouldn't she wouldn't come down they wouldn't let me walk I mean mostly would let me walk from my bed to the bathroom and back so that wasn't very helpful but I don't think I walked at all did I they just had me tied up. Yeah, they couldn't. They kept losing her heartbeat, and then they had to they had to screw they that thing it. into the top of her scalp. So that big, I had this big long stick hanging out my Ew. vagina. Ew, my vagina! And it was like a little corkscrew <laughs> on the end, and they like they screwed it into the couple first layers of her scalp. Well, see, oh, wait, this is the you, good thing. Did you do? Did you do Lamaze class? No, I did not. Okay, that's why you're right. looking at us like that. They they told us about it, and in the class, I'm like. Like, whatever yeah like we're fine whatever like don't need to know any of this stuff mm-hmm. but yeah I that's, paid attention the <laughs> thing is <laughs> the lo- i mean the breathing part was all crap okay the breathing part of lamaze was is nonsense but the fact that they were able 
I'm not peeing. It's just the water cooler. Um, <laughs> the the fact that they showed you all of the possible things that you could come in contact with during labor and delivery, mm-hmm. I think we came in contact with every single one of them. Yeah, like I we, ha- I mean, except for forceps and the suction cup thingy. Those things are the only things I think that we really didn't come in contact with. We came we, in contact. We could have asked for them. I, I we feel could like have at, at a this certain point, point, we may as well. Seriously. Because then they were like. Just fill out the bingo card. Right? <laughs> I mean, when I went into labor, um, not trying to like hijack your thing, no, no, but it, like I was in labor for 36 hours. Like, mm-hmm. uh, or longer. Um, again, because I didn't know I was in labor. But I was hanging out with, with my friend Tanya, who had had, like, four kids. She's like, girl, those are labor pains. Just keep walking. And I was like, fuck you. They're not labor. So we kept walking and shopping and walking. And we, ha- you know, it was crazy. Um, and my husband was shooting a video, a film that day. And he needed a, someone to act like a heroin addict. So my friend Tanya was like, count me in, dude. So she's going. They leave me at home. I'm sitting there, like, decorating the baby's room and all that. They come home and I'm like, listen, my contractions are pretty consistent. You guys need to like, I think, I think this is time. Yeah. My water never broke. Um, we labored at home for quite a while and then we went to the hospital. But um, I remember the picture of, of you guys in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I was having a contraction holding onto the sink and my friend Alicia's behind me and Tanya's behind me. They're dancing. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, this that. isn't, this isn't cute. But um, they scraped my membrane, which was horrible. In order for them to be able to keep you in the hospital, you have to be at least four centimeters dilated. Right. I was like three and a half. And they were like, listen, if we stretch you out and we scrape your membrane, you'll be at four and you can stay. Otherwise, we have to send you home. Oh, well, before that, they asked <laughs> about the, the birth plan. And, and everything on that birth yeah. plan went out the fucking window. Yeah. Because yeah, we I like, was like, we no want pain meds. All the drugs. Exactly. <laughs> we want mm-hmm. everything. When they scraped my membrane, I was like, I want it all. A Demerol. I don't care what you give me. I want it all. And I mean, because we literally went in there with rose colored glasses. Everything was rainbows and sunshine and unicorns and, you know, everything could be great. No, bitches. It was not great. And then the chick next to me was mad because I was making too no- too much noise. And she was over there eating chips and shit. And I was like, do you remember her? That bitch. <laughs> I wish I could find her. <laughs> wish I could find her and punch her in the face. Because she was mad that I was laboring. Isn't this the labor and delivery room? You eat a bag of dicks because I was in pain. So... Anyway, so we um so they gave me pato- or gave me um the all so I could get some sleep, but I mean I had shaved the I had shaved my area <laughs> before I went because I wanted it nice and clean, no nothing no nothing. So they were like, oh well, we're gonna do a C section. Got a shaver, and then they looked and they were like, oh she's clean as a whistle. So. <laughs> It's a hardwood floor there. We don't need to shave her up or anything. They were going to do a C-section. Then they weren't going to do a C-section. They went back and forth probably, what, three or four times? But the thing is, Guy and I, going back to the the uh, um, childbirth class, we skipped the last one because we were like, fuck you. What do we need you for? You know, it's the last class. Who, the care- who cares? The you're going to give class, us, you're going to give us, out. right. I was going to say the last class and you're going to give us a pack of free diapers and a, and you know, an award saying we took the class. So I was like, whatever, we're not going. Well, we show up at the hospital and who's my nurse on duty? My Lamaze coach. 
the teacher from the Lamaze class. She ends up being the nurse that's there. So I felt like it was a final exam. Am I breathing right? You know, is she going to be like, oh my God, everything I taught her, she didn't do. I mean, ridiculous. Ridiculous. So I was like, oh my God. But it was nice because I was able to see a familiar face. Um, so, As yeah. if there weren't enough familiar faces in the room. This is true. I mean, we I'm had sorry, a lot. How, how much help were you? He was a lot of help. I was a lot of help. He okay. really was. I was he, freaking awesome. He was Johnny right. on the spot. Like he, High in a pinch, kudos. let me my tell team. you, <laughs> no, my, my husband is in a, in an, a crisis situation. He is your man. Like he will be. It helps being a sociopath. <laughs> this is true. But like all my pregnancy, he wouldn't let me eat certain foods. So when I went into labor, he was like, okay, listen. In Lamaze, they said you won't be able to eat for 24 hours, so you might as well eat something now before we go to the hospital. What do you want to eat? Right. I was like, I want hot dogs. I want nitrates, lips, and assholes. I want it now. I and he got me face, He got I me two it. hot dogs. <laughs> Those are the best hot dogs I've had. I had had nine months. They were delicious. But he went into nesting mode because then he starts cleaning the house. Like, he was like, he was, he was the man. But... I didn't scream. I didn't carry on. I didn't do any of that stuff. But one of my biggest fears when I w- was preparing for labor was pooping on the table. I was so yes. afraid I would poop on the yes. table. But when I went into labor, I was like, fuck it. These bitches are going to earn their pay. I'm shitting all over these walls. I don't care. Get this baby out. And I sure did. I shit on the table. And they were so discreet. And they just like wiped it up, mm-hmm. cleaned you up, and moved on. Yep. That it didn't It didn't even phase them. You know? So it, that whole stigma of, I didn't want to poop on the... No. Nope. Mm-mm, bitches. <laughs> it is. It is on. <laughs> You're earning your pee. You're owning mm-hmm. your pay today. But anyway, did you poop on the table? No. Okay. So I... <laughs> <laughs> you love how I didn't miss a beat. Uh-huh, no. See that? No, no. Um, well, I actually didn't because I never got too pushing. Oh. I never progress. Yeah, I did not progress past five centimeters. Oh, and what had happened God. was they gave me all the time in the world. So they count when you ask them. They count. They say that I went into labor not in the morning. I went into labor when Active I active labor. Right. Right. When I first got in there because I was having contractions. The active labor didn't start till the morning when they broke my water. And they gave me the Pitocin and I was just going. But the problem was because they weren't letting me walk around. She wasn't coming down from where she was. So I wasn't progressing fast enough. So mm. by by 8 o'clock, my, the midwife was just looking at me because it wasn't even the, – the um, group that I'm in has four doctors. They have four – practitioners they have two mm-hmm. midwives and two doctors mm-hmm. and my doctor was on call mm-hmm. in case there needed to be a c-section so i had the midwife who i'd known because i'd seen her multiple times right but she every time she would walk into the room and this was the reason why they wouldn't let me walk every time she walked in the room to check on me my blood pressure skyrocketed because of the way she talked there was there was nothing wrong with her bedside manner but the fact that she was telling me that all this was going on would just make me nervous mm. and the nurse would beg and plead with her just stay out I will tell you how she's doing mm-hmm. you can come in and check her don't ask for her blood pressure mm-hmm. when you come in to check how far she, how long she is mm-hmm. because you make her nervous she, yeah. she said that she said to my parents she said that to my husband she said it to me 
She was like, she's clearly making you nervous. And she's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful doctor. Midwife. But she's making me nervous. She would not. Did you have a, did you have an epidural? No, I didn't. I was doing everything naturally. I had, fuck you. Just saying. You're gonna Sorry. Hate, you're going to hate me even more because apparently my daughter was uh, upside down. So she was, so yeah. I was in back labor and I had no idea. Like. And I just labored on through it. <clears throat> my girlfriend had had a baby three and a half months before and she had to get an epidural because she was having all back labor. That's what they told her. Mm-hmm. And she was miserable and in so much pain and this and that. I didn't, she doesn't know this. I haven't told her this. I was having back labor too. No idea. And I just kept laboring on. I did not get the epidural till they had to do the C-section. That's why I didn't yeah. poop on the table. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, you haven't lived till you pooped on the table. Yeah. Mm. So they let me go and it was at about like nine. She, well, about 7.30, she said to me, she said, listen, get, I'll give you another hour. But if you don't give me another centimeter... I, yeah. she's like, have we no have choice. to do sex yeah. C-section. She's like, you've been at, stuck at five for about five hours. Normally we only let you stay stuck for an hour. Yeah. I think I was stuck for a while. They yeah. gave me Pitocin and I wasn't progressing either. Yeah. So they, so she's like, but you know, we need time to get the, the C-section team in and everything and whatever. So an hour went by, I still hadn't progressed and I was, to tell you that I was upset, it doesn't even... Like, I was just so, I didn't care. When they said C-section, I was like, I don't care. Just get it out of me. Well, like, I didn't, I felt like I had failed, though. Like, that was that was my thing because my mom had been able to have both of us without any kind of medicine, without any epidurals. She had pain meds. Like, they would give mm-hmm. her, like, you know, whatever, some pain meds. But it, she didn't have an epidural. She did it all naturally. Like, and I just felt like I had I'd failed. But, but in the meantime, mm, right. Okay. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I get the whole failure thing because I totally fail. I feel failure as a breastfeeding mom. Mm-hmm. I had a really, I fucking breastfeeding. When you said you still breastfed and it's a year out and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. But I'm sorry. no, it, no, I mean, it's, it's a good thing, but like it sucks. Yeah. And for every, any mom who tried and failed, it's, you're not alone. Like I tried to no avail. Like he can attest that I would lay in bed and just cry because I could not breastfeed. I could not yeah. produce enough to support her. Yeah. So it just sucked. Just really did. So you do feel like a failure. So I can yeah. understand how you would feel yeah, that way. So I I just kind of started crying and everybody's like rallying around me. They're like, it's okay. Like calm down. You'll be okay. And I just, I was so upset. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) kind of. I kind of was like, shut up. Leave me alone at this point. And my other fear was surgery. I'd never had surgery before. Ah, Yeah. And um, a coworker of mine, former coworker of mine, she had delivered at the same hospital. And she had to have an emergency C-section. And when I was asking her about how that went, she told me, oh, yeah, you know, they put the sheet over you. She's like, but you can still see everything because if you look up all the. Oh, why did she tell you that? Thank you. Right? I mean, (laughs) she's stupid. She meant well. I totally am oh. not not here. Like she was just telling me about her experience. She wasn't telling me because she don't knew tell I was afraid. Me that. Like I don't want to see it. So when we <laughs> got in there, so, so I I'm oh. sitting there and they tell me that I have to choose one person to come in with me. Which logically, who would that be? Your husband. My husband. Yeah. I could not. It was the same reason why I didn't want him in the delivery room while I was pushing. 
Because I'm sorry. I don't need him to see my angry hoo-ha. Okay, but. Because he scene, has to live with it for the rest of his life. This is like, true. I'm sorry. This is true. But like, like with Guy, what we did was we agreed that he would stay above the sheet. He would stay above the sheet and would not look down there at all. We agreed that. And so, of course, we had, you know, the doctor was there. And she was like, oh, hey, Guy, look. And, of course, when somebody says look. You're going to look. You're going to look, right. So he I should not have looked. He should not have looked. But see, okay. And I know my husband would have done the same thing, which is why I was like, no, yeah, you're going to go stand outside with my dad. Mm-hmm. And you can, you'll hear everything. You'll hear your baby cry. And you can come in right so after. So Scott wasn't with you in the... When I had my C-section? No, because when... Because the thing was that he... I knew my mom would be able to keep me calm and just talk okay. to me and talk, like, keep me... Right, 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 right. So I, and that, I think that was making me cry too, because I was just, I was in tears. Mm -hmm. And so I called him over and I said, I was like, listen, I'm sorry, but how much would you hate me if my mom's in the room and not you? I'm like, I'm so sorry. He goes, no. And he was very calm about it. He was like, no, you need her right now. Yeah. Because you need her. Yeah. I understand. I'll stay with your dad. No problem. I love my mother, but I could not have my mother with me because it would make me even more yeah, my no. mom was very. But I your mean, mom's a nurse, or she's she's a, a nurse. So she's, she's an ICU get, nurse. Yeah. She was very, very <clears throat> calm. Excuse me. Very together. She knew what I was afraid of. She knew that. So they obviously told me to take my glasses off at first. Then they put them back on. But when you, if they had told me to keep my glasses off, I wouldn't have been seen anything. But I had, I had them on. So they, oh, Jesus, I said to them, I don't like. I can't this is look. Going. I was like, I can't look. So they've got the sheet up. I'm like, I can't. My mom's like, what's wrong? She's like, you won't be able to see anything. I'm like, no, mom, you don't understand. So I tell her this story about what my coworker mm-hmm. did. And she's like, okay. Jamelia, what do you, like, you need to, I was like, no, mom, I can't. I was like, so I turned my, so she's sitting, like, so my head's like, so she's on my left side. The anesthesiologist is on my right side. And I told both of them, just talk to me. And I turned my head, closed my eyes, and st- like, stared off to the, like, my head, my head was on the left side facing my mom, but my eyes were closed. Mm-hmm. After a while, I calmed down enough and like I opened my eyes, but only still could stare at my mom. When they needed me to move my head left, right, whatever, I would close, the, shut them because I could mm-hmm. not. I was afraid that I would see my insides mm-hmm. in the, right, the yeah. metal things of, yeah. So, but what they did was what was really nice. Um, the nurses, the, the, because by the time that had, the time I had my C-section, it had already been the change of shift. So the night nurses had come on, and the night nurse that we had is a friend of my parents. And she um, she was like, no, she was so funny because they didn't write my name on the board. So she didn't know if I was in there or not, but she knew it was right around that time. So she heard one of the girls as she was delivering a report say, okay, so she's a brand new mom. Her mom works in the hospital. And Mickey goes, kid you not, she goes, she's mine. <laughs> Aww. So Mickey was there with us, and what Mickey did, because she knew how I was feeling, she, you know, she knew the situation, she made sure when they cut the umbilical cord that they cut it long enough so Scott would still be able to cut it. Did you cut it? No. No. Because <laughs> no. the cord was around Jenna's neck. Oh, God. It, and I think it, that's why they right, wouldn't it, let you it cut it. Was, um, it, it wasn't it was tight enough that, like, it was yeah. an emergency. Nobody was freaking right. out or anything. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, as soon as she came out, they just it and moved on they would have had to yeah but Mm. she let him do that so he could still participate he heard her they heard 
they let my dad, him and my dad, stand right by the doors of the operating mm-hmm. room. So they both heard her cry. Mm-hmm. And he took, like, he had a, he has a video of it. Like, he's like, that's my baby crying. Like, I can Aww. hear her and everything. And then as soon as they took her out, like, he was able to see her and everything. Oh, that's so that good. was good. Um, that's good. I think, so, yeah. well, see, my thing is I I made it very clear. Don't put that dirty baby on me. Don't put that dirty baby on me. Wipe that viscera crap off. No, I don't care. Yeah. Maybe that was just, maybe that was part of my problem. And that's why I got you know, cursed with postpartum depression. <laughs> I don't know. But all I know is that I didn't know what I was having. Did you know you were having a girl? Yes. We okay. See, I didn't know. And I didn't want to know. Because I didn't want to be disappointed. I know that sounds terrible. And no, every no. mother in the world is like, oh, you're so awful. No. no, I didn't want to be disappointed. So I chose not to know. But my husband knew the whole pregnancy. So all yeah. the time I'm like, oh, my God, I hope it's a boy. He's like, huh, putting it in his, his memory bank so that he can remind my daughter every day that, you know, the mommy wanted a boy. Well, and so now she just says, I know, mom wanted a boy. That's why I ate my boogers. Okay. Uh-huh. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. That's what I got. But – yeah. I wanted a boy too. And we were actually, I was convinced, 100% convinced we were having a boy. I carried, I had your stereotypical boy pregnancy. I carried like as if I was having a boy, stere- like everything. Like people were looking at me, like when we had our gender reveal, you really couldn't even tell I was pregnant. You, we weren't invited to that. So I, I wouldn't Yeah, know. you were. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Just as an FYI. Were we? And I can, I can pull up the invitation list if Look you want. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. I was just <laughs> trying to throw shade, kind of thrown back. I I That's keep all the invitation lists. Oh God, it's hilarious. Um, I don't. I don't think I could have. I don't think I. Yeah. No. I'm glad I didn't know. Probably for a second, we won't find out if. Let's just say if we have a second. Um, well, actually, let let's segue into that. I, I know that was one of the questions. <laughs> um, yeah, that is one of the how, questions. How are you guys dealing currently with all of the, uh, let's say, well wishers trying to mm. uh, rush you into having your second? So when are you going to have another? When are you going to have another one? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think Jenna's foot had cleared the canal before people Mm-mm. were asking, so. Well, I remember being one of those people, and I just thought it was freaking hysterical to harass you guys, so that's why I did that. Mm-hmm. And primarily, I didn't do it to you. I did it to you, mostly. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it to Melissa, so. Because no. these two have, like, this this relationship <laughs> where they can just beat up on each other. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, yeah. I've had a few people ask us. Nobody's really pushed. Um, most of our family has. But they really, really can't push. I mean, this is your vagina. No, I know, but you know how like some people I've said are, like, vagina very like seven hundred times this episode. But anyway, yeah. sorry, it's yeah, okay. You know how like some people will just be like, "So when are you having another one?" You know, and just like want to know every five seconds mm-hmm. and just like stare you down. Most people have not done that to us. Um, our family really hasn't. They've hinted at it. Um, my dad's so funny. My dad said. You know, if you do consider having another one, they're born in June of 2020. That'd be perfect for me. Well, he would he would be watching the baby, so that'd be yeah. Perfect you know, for like, him. I'm not getting any old. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> like I, you know, I have uh-huh. health issues, so I totally get it. He again, he was not being pushy. Most people haven't been. Um, uh. A few of my new coworkers have asked. So when are you having another one? And really curiously wanted. It's to because know. they want you to go on maternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Am I that annoying? <laughs> I might be. <laughs> Bitch, go have another baby. That's, you know. Um, yeah, but nobody has really been too, too overly pushy. It has been something we've talked about, but not really anything has been decided. Mm-hmm. Um, our running joke was that as soon as I was cleared for any kind of physical activity that we we should start immediately since it took two years for this. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. But, no, we didn't. We, we, we were out celebrating our anniversary the other night, and my mother-in-law's like, you know, Jenna's going to be 10, so you could have another one. You know, you've been out of diapers for a while. And I'm like, are you high? Because, no. <laughs> my, old, my eggs are old. No. They all have walkers and canes at this point. No, I'm good. I'm good. One and I think, I think if I had not had such bad postpartum depression, um, and a lot of I think a lot of times the moms don't recognize that it's postpartum until it's too late, mm-hmm. like myself included, um, because you're everyone talks about how you're gonna be, you're supposed to be tired all the time and how you're supposed to be emotional all the time because your hormones blah 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 blah, but I had no idea. I think it was a full year before I was that yeah. I recognized that it was postpartum. Yeah, and at that point, it was that. full-blown depression, you know? Like, I remember the conversation mm-hmm. that we had had. Like, we were standing in our living room, and I had holes in my socks, and I was a hot-ass mess. And he looked at me, and he was like, this is not going to work if you don't go get something, you know, go get some help. Because something's not right. Like, something's right. off. And my doctor was amazing. And he was like, and I was like, I'm broken. <laughs> he had like a sobbing mess in his office. He's like, you're not broken. He's like, you have postpartum depression. So fuck it. We're going to we're gonna fix it. And that's exactly what my doctor said. Exactly those yeah. words. And um, he was amazing. And he let me know that it wasn't a bad thing. Um, but if I hadn't, I don't think if I had had the postpartum depression, I think we would have probably had more. But yeah. I'm just so – I would be so scared right now to have another kid because I'm like, oh, my God. I, I just had such a horrible time afterward. Yeah. The breastfeeding, ugh. Ugh. Don't I'm, even – like, the breastfeeding was so awful. I'm, awful. I'm not going to lie. Like, I – to say that I, I haven't had – obviously, I haven't had it easy the last year since I've had my daughter. Mm-hmm. But – I honestly haven't struggled like as as much as some people do. Right. Yeah. Um, And that's fantastic. Like, yeah, no. And I definitely like, I'm really thankful for that. Um, But I also had a very good support system. I, because I was off for 12 weeks. So three months. um, I almost every day had somebody out of the house. Mm. Almost every day, whether Mm -hmm. it was my mom, my dad, brother, (laughs) like, (laughs) I'm just thinking when we went into the hospital, we didn't have we didn't have anybody there. Right. Like we had two of our friends there and his mom was in Pennsylvania at a conference and she kept saying I was having Braxton Hicks disease or ha- Braxton and she didn't think I was in labor. So her best friend Ella comes to the hospital and pretends to be his mom. <laughs> Because she can't pretend to be my mom and <laughs> that she was the grandmother of Jenna. And mm-hmm. like she and and this is probably, you know, probably TMI, but she was there to help me get out of bed and right. get me to the bathroom for the first time after I had Jenna. And 
I was mortified that I was bleeding all over the place. And she was like, this is what yeah. happens. This is what being yeah. a mom is about. And I was like, yeah. no, huh? this is disgusting. Like, yeah, I but was bleeding like crazy. Every she, she didn't miss a beat. And I am so grateful for that woman for being there when nobody else was. My yeah. mom was in Florida. His mom was in Pennsylvania. And yeah. when we went home, all of our friends had the same mentality of, we're going to give them some time because we know they're getting bombarded. Nobody was there. We were alone for the first week. Like, nobody came by. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, we – but then we were kind of like, well, this is kind of weird. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just Nobody had a wants kid. to say hi yeah. to the kid. Like, exactly. Yeah, we didn't yeah. – um, <laughs> I didn't see her until she was, what, three weeks old or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, – but, and again, yeah, that was the same mentality. Like, I didn't – because you automatically think there's going to be so many people there you right. don't want to impose. I mean, but I was ni- I was 19. You, you were a baby. I was 19 when you guys had Jenna. Yeah. So for She's me- 37 now. Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> she <laughs> wait, I'm like trying to do the math. But like, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. If Jenna, if, if Jenna's 10, almost 10, and I said oh, I was 19. Guys. Like, wait. It was that's the joke. funniest part is that she was doing the math <laughs> trying to figure out how old she really was. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so I was 19, and I remember, like, it wasn't, I remember saying to my ex at the time mm-hmm. that kind of wasn't our place to go and show up, and yes, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that person who just randomly showed up. Yep. And we, yeah. So I I was like, no, let's just wait. Mm-hmm. Let's just wait. I remember that. But we, for the first week, my husband was home with me the entire week. And it was the same, same with I. Yeah. thing. Like, it was just kind of like, it was just, well, my parents stopped by once. And my Wait a minute, your by parents once. stopped thinking, by once? That, that That's week. it? No, really? that week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that week. Okay. They, had, <laughs> they I was never like, came back. I was like, jeez. <laughs> like, no, from no, that one, you come really, to us. That's no, really. no, no. They, <laughs> maybe it was <laughs> You're a, you're a mess. No, because my, my mom still had to work. Right. My mom's working, so it was kind of that way. My dad's on his own, just stopped in, checked on us a couple of times, but then didn't stay. My parents came by for dinner once. My in-laws came by once that week. But it was nothing crazy. But after that, I was by myself. Right. Yeah. For Same 11 more weeks. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember those weeks. I don't remember those weeks being by myself. It was. It's so weird. Like... He went back to work and I just don't remember yeah. like what I did during – because I was only out for 10 weeks because I didn't right. have enough time. But what did I do for nine weeks? Like did I did I die and nobody told me? Like it was just the weirdest thing. I mean I still remember. I'm sure there will come a time where I won't remember either. Yeah. But I still remember. But I – it was all brand new for me too. I mean it was brand new for you as well. But I mean you've also had a few years since so mm-hmm. that could – Definitely be, I don't know. Like he'll tell me stuff, that though, that happened during that first year mm-hmm. that I don't remember. And then I feel like, oh, God, you know, like how horrible of a mother was I that, that I don't remember those things, yeah. you know? But I, it just, yeah. Stop. So you, um, you know, you have your one, you're planning on, or you're not, not planning, but you're. You're not, not sure a, yet. You're still on the fence about you're not possibly having another right. there you yeah. go there you go um well i always wanted to have 17 no 17 <laughs> five or six kids that was always kind of my are you serious my, i'm serious no i'm serious 100 dead serious are you gonna get a sister wife <laughs> no um 
My husband, however, he's like, eh, two. If we have one of each, I'll be fine. I'm like, well, let's compromise. I'm like, well, no. Have one and a half. No. <laughs> let, let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. I forgot to add in this part. So I always wanted five or six. And then I settled on kind of like four. Because I'm one of two. I do have an older half-brother. But we were never raised with him. So it's just me and my brother. But at some point, like, it wasn't until we were adults that it just became that we were more, like, brother and sister. Before then, it was just kind of like we were at each other's throats 24-7. Right. We had nothing in common because we had such – we had an age gap and, like, it was just a mess. Mm-hmm. So um, I always felt like it would be better to have a couple more. Uh, my dad's one of five, so that's why I always said, like, five or six. Um, then I kind of settled on four because after I met my husband, he's one of three. And I was like, well – that's a weird dynamic. Like he doesn't, he's not really with his sisters. He was kind of always by himself, but his sisters were really close. So I said, you know what? I feel like four would be like a nice kind of number. He's like, no, I want two. So I said, let's compromise and we'll have three. Like, let's have three. He's still, he's still on two. We'll see. <laughs> because <laughs> honestly. Take on some like, like see if there's a way you can get some fertility pills or something and just do two out at once. Well, we. <laughs> Because if I could have had twins. We have twins in my family. My dad's a twin. Well, come on then. Get on the board. Yeah. So we were actually, it was funny because I always said I would, if I we have twins, I want to have twins first. But no, I'm kind of glad we have one. And right. then we can like ease into two. Because like, you know now I know what to expect. You know? I've heard that the first one is always that trick baby. The one that's like, oh, this is so easy. She heard that from me. Okay. So <laughs> I wasn't going to tell. Anyway, yeah, she's really an easy baby. It's really the trick scary. baby is the one that says this isn't so bad, and then the next one that comes out is like hell, fire, and brimstone. Like, yeah. Now, the only thing I have to say that I'm a little bit jealous about is that you didn't have to have an episiotomy. That's it. I, I. Well, just, let me tell you, okay, I was told hold. about three days before I had my daughter. I was told about that. Because mm. my neighbor was a former maternity Ugh. ward nurse. Lord. She came over and did a class with us. I felt, I saw Jesus. When they when <laughs> she said to me, she's like, oh, so you can have one of these. And I was like, what the heck is that? And when she explained to me what it was, and I was sitting on my bouncy ball, because I was bouncing, I almost fell backwards. Like, literally. I was <laughs> like, I was like. Feet in the air. Yes. Mm. Oh my God. I could not. Oh, guy can't watch a samurai movie anymore because he it, hears the ching sounds, ching. Yeah. Because oh, no, ah! I didn't have to have one. <laughs> I had two. Oh God. It was like ching ching. They cut it twice because oh. yeah. Oh. But she had the that big head. Oh, God. And then his mother tells me afterward. Yeah, they all have really big heads in this family. I'm like, yeah, oh, nice. Wasn't her head in like the hundred percentile for children? Or yeah, something? like her growth was like in the the eightieth percentile, but, but her, her head, head size was, like... was in the hundredth percentile. <laughs> oh, I oh, well, God. we had a friend, and and ladies, if you haven't had children yet, I'm so sorry if we are deterring you. But if you haven't had children, it's really a blessing. Ju- it is absolutely a blessing. <laughs> Make them wipe the viscera off. I'm telling you right now, that white stuff on them is disgusting. But anyway, um, don't have anybody take pictures or video. Don't. I mean, okay, have them do it. Just, Just not of your angry hoo-ha. No. Well, I had angry hoo-ha pictures. Let me tell you right now. Oh. I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend that was taking pictures, and I was like, who wadded up bubble gum and stuck it to my asshole? Because that is what it looked like. <laughs> it was like stuff was like coming out of your body. Yeah. That, But you know what? 
Had I not been able to go back to those pictures when I was ready and see what it looked like, um, I would have probably felt cheated. But I looked at them once and I will never look at them again. Never. So those natural born pictures are not something that are natural. It's just no. You know. And I wanted to have a water birth originally, but because I needed the epidural, they wouldn't let you do both. So, um, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Ugh. I'm like getting yeah. all anxious and everything. Like, mm. so what was your favorite part of delivery when it was over? You over oh, there? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to say when it was over. Yeah. Right he was. He was really great. Like I didn't scream. I didn't curse. The only time I cursed and the only time I said the f word was when the guy did the epidural. And I think that they just got him from the city of Poughkeepsie Sanitation and just said, hey, you, you look like you could give epidurals. Come give this girl an epidural. And it's not and that he looked dirty. She's no, he was just. That, but he was like, you know, just a big, He was a rough sanitation dude. worker. Yeah. He was like, yo, let's, let's bend over. Let me. Yeah. It, like after he got done with his shift. Oh, damn. He. Yeah. Took off his scrubs, threw on his jumpsuit, and, you and know. went out and worked sanitation. Like he was just so. When I guess afterward, after I cursed him out and called him everything but Jesus Christ, um, he went out in the hallway and he's like, "I've been called worse," and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> you know, I called him everything. Um, but yeah, the epidural was no joke. No joke. Yeah. I mean, I I bless you. Bless you. Because now, do you have to have a C-section the next time you have a kid? No. So they said that they will they think that I'm a, a candidate to have a VBAC. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I'm yep. going to call it. Yeah. Yep, that's VBAC. What it's <gasps> yes. I know. <laughs> so proud of myself. Um, yeah. Medical terms and I are not friends. But um, so they said that they think I am a candidate. Um, they'll know more, obviously, as the time comes. And then let us know. I would like to still get a try. I know that it's like a 50-50 chance if it'll mm-hmm. work or not. Because some right. people, they just can't. Um, and, I mean, that's fine. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not overly worried about it. And it's not a pain that you can really remember. Like, if somebody were to ask me to describe it, you can't. You can't, You can't right. really describe it. I can't describe to you what my contractions felt like. They... I remember that they were not easy. I remember just sitting there and uh, laying there and the nurse, there was this technique. Like she is so experienced. I love her. She would just, she would just, cause I would tighten my brow and she would just like with her fingers, just like try to untighten it. And that it's like the simplest little thing, but like the most relaxing little thing. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how the contractions felt. Like my mom described them as kind of like a stomach ache. Mm. but I they, no like to me they no. weren't you know it was like burning like a UTI to me that's what it felt like like you had a urinary tract infection and you had that burning sensation when you have to pee I don't even but, know like and that's the mm. thing like I don't I don't know maybe everybody experiences it differently I think they do I honestly yeah. do because like from what people said to me mine felt completely different but again I had I mean I just I labored through it without anything for hours I hate her <laughs> you secretly love me um and you know i didn't make a sound either i didn't scream you know i didn't i didn't really complain. i cried a lot didn't i yes i cried a lot i didn't cry till the end i only well and um I, mm. 
And even then it was, I think for me, I think everybody thinks I cried because, oh my God, I had to have a C-section, but I think I cried because, oh my God, I had to tell my husband that he has to stand outside and my mom's coming in. I think that was more of why I was crying, but he handled that in stride and, you know, and that worked out too. I think if, if I needed to have another one, I'd probably say, okay, you can come in this time Mm -hmm. because I've already done it once. Yeah. You're a little bit more experienced. Yeah. Yeah. It was just not, it was just, it was just rough and i wasn't expecting her for another week so well that's me, I'm like, jenna was what how many days early we we had literally just seen the hospital the day before and where the secret too. entrance we had seen was it two days before yep because mm-hmm. they they yep. show you the secret entrance that the pregnant people go to and um um you went to the one in poughkeepsie yeah putnam Oh, in Putnam. Okay. In Putnam. Um, so there's like a special entrance that you are supposed to go to that you mm-hmm. can completely bypass the emergency room. And yep. I remember what pajamas I was wearing. I was wearing my monkey pajamas. But anyway, um, so you get led into this like bat cave. They take yeah. you upstairs and it's all secret. But yeah, it's um, delivery mm-hmm. is something that's different to everybody. Yeah. And I remember afterward... The only thing I wanted was a roast beef sandwich. And I had one. And all I wanted was oatmeal after. It was only oatmeal. My mom said to me, she called me the next morning and she said, we're getting ready to come. She goes, I know you still have a couple of things to get that weren't packed in your bag. What do you need? And she's like, what do you want to eat? I'll bring you anything you want. I said, I want oatmeal. She's looking at me. She's like, what? I'm like, no, I want oatmeal. Oh. She's like, what kind? Like, do you... She, we have this in Russian, it's called manne akasha. And it, it, that's what it's called in English too, manne, manne oatmeal. But um, she's like, do you want that? Like, Because that's like a, you know something that we only really have. I've never known any American to eat it, to be honest with you guys. Sorry. Um, I said, no, I want. Quaker, Quaker quick minute oats. Yes. <laughs> she's like, I want Quaker oatmeal from the packet. <laughs> and she's like all offended she's like oh my god my daughter with the good russian upbringing wants quaker roast my, my mom's like but why <laughs> I, was like, just, I don't know she you said argue. anything i want quaker oats she didn't really argue with me she was just very confused i, I don't think. want steel cut bitch i want instant one minute oats. Oh, oh my god i was it was so bad um yeah i wanted that and then that was it like that was the only thing i really wanted and I did get it. She bought it to me. She's like, but I don't have milk. Because, like, she, you know, we're, yeah. we're like old school. We make it with the milk. We don't put, you know, water in there. Because I don't, I only have water. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I just want oatmeal. I just want oatmeal. Yeah. Um, I remember when we were getting ready to leave the hospital, the hospital went under lockdown. Because remember that? When you went to get the car and I was like trapped on the, the yeah, maternity like, floor because somebody either took their baby too close to the door or took them out the mm-hmm. door or something. And, our floor was on lockdown. And I was like, I just want to go home. I just want to take my baby and get yeah. out of here. Well, and then the funny thing is when we were leaving, um, I'd forgotten to pack something warm for her to wear. I'd packed her her leaving outfit. It's January. It's January. Yes. She's a January baby. I forgot to give her, like, to bring a snowsuit or a coat or something. So she had a bathing suit and snorkel. <laughs> 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 pretty much yeah. and I'm sitting there and honestly I think because I had I had pretty much packed all of our bags that weekend before <clears throat> but I knew I had last minute things to do and I think if I had actually because and that was actually on my agenda for that day mm-hmm. that I got admitted I guess I got admitted on Tuesday it was on my agenda 
that Tuesday after my doctor's appointment to go home and finish packing all my bags. Mm. Yeah, you didn't do that, did no, you? No, I didn't. No. So Tuesday when Scott got home from work, he called me before I fell asleep. He's like, what else do you want me to pack in there? Of course, that was not on my on in my mind because my to-do list was in my dad's car in my bag. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like... See? Like, I can't get into anything. Yep. I don't know where anything is. So I told him, like, what I rattled off what I could remember. And, of course, three days later, that was, yeah. yeah. And I'm sitting there panicking. And the nurse and my dad are looking at me. And they're like, you realize it's okay. Yeah. You realize it'll be fine. Like, just here. And they, like, solved the problem. And I'm like, well, oh. <laughs> you know, Guy was very, very um, superstitious mm-hmm. when – um we were pregnant and he didn't want to, didn't want to have a baby shower too soon. And I understand, you know, like yeah, I understand where culture. he was coming that from. Was, that was it. It wasn't like I was very superstitious. You were pretty superstitious. Like my friends at work had to call you to get permission to give me a baby shower because they were afraid that it was going to be well, too that soon. Was one too thing. soon. But anyway, our like, the same at way, one though. point though, he said to me, well, while you're in the hospital, I can go out and buy whatever we need. No, Folio. We are not going to do it one like while I'm in the hospital, and you're going to go out and get whatever we need while I'm in the hospital. No, no. Okay. How long were you in the hospital? Three days. Three days to purchase a car seat and some warm clothing. No, that's no. like having no. ten hours in an airport. No. No, shut up. <laughs> there was We're not talking about Heathrow. Now we don't have time no, for because Heathrow. car seats. Oh, sit, listen. So car seats take some time to connect. Can I have? Some? Yeah, I was getting. Would you like some more wine? Please. This the wine that we're having today is. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Swedish Hill Savenska Red. It's like one of my faves. It's really. Good. It's delicious, isn't it? Yeah, you're breastfeeding though, bitch. So we can't be giving you too much. I'll just top mine off. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, because it's. it's, I was gonna say it's a Sunday, but it's not. It's a Monday. Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I don't need any more. Um. So, yeah, no, he didn't want me to have a baby shower. And okay, so I can't. I totally agree with him on this. Three days. I could have purchased this stuff in three days. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You would have bought the wrong stuff, though. She needed to look at it. See? She needed to know what she wanted. See? So unless you had let her create a registry beforehand. Which we did. Oh, okay. Then, oh. Shut up, Jamelia. (laughs) Well, look at the time. It might be time to wrap this up. You know what? I hate both of you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. She doesn't love me. There's supposed to be solidarity during these things. I hurt you. Yeah, okay, whatever. But I'm so sorry. Anyway, that's part of the fun of being a new mom and stuff is being able yes. to buy all that stuff yes. and have a shower and, and have blah, blah, blah. Shower. I totally get it. In our culture, we don't do baby showers till after the baby's born. Same superstition, you know, just that's, God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. So my parents actually threw mine three weeks before I had her. I think we had ours, what, two weeks or a week before? It was like remember. the weekend before, I think. Whatever weekend, Watchmen came out in the theaters. Yeah, because they dragged me to Watchmen. Yeah, I got dragged to that too. That was when they were planning my. Sh- they they were putting the shower together at the house. What you were, you got dragged to that too? Yeah, okay. I no, not you. with you though. No, I know. I got you. I just got dragged to Watchmen. What were we talking about? Baby showers. Baby oh, showers. baby showers. And yeah. that I was right. 
Oh, as always, he's always right. He's always no. right. He likes to think he's always right, but he's not always right. In this case, he just happened to be right. I was right. Mm-hmm. Your wife may throw something at you. So no, I, I've given time. up. I don't even fight it anymore. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I totally get that. And I, I totally get the superstition as well. Like, I mean, I know at one point I had purchased something. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. And guys like, yeah, you're going to jinx it. You bought something. I don't remember. What, was it the clock or something like that? I don't I remember. no idea. But I know that it was a week. It was the day before she was born, two days before she was born, that I was actually putting the nursery together. Like, we didn't do anything for her until it was the last possible second. Listen, don't get me started on nursery. Okay. It took my husband eight months to clean out his man cave, which was our, is our child's nursery. Mm. Yeah. My dad was painting that room while I was on Christmas break, a month before I had her. Yeah. And then, because That's the color right. I picked, I didn't like, he had to go back and repaint it. And he says to me... If you weren't my daughter, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. We we um we were actually talking about after Jenna was born, like one of the super like the um crazy things that happened after she was born. When we literally just sold our house in Poughkeepsie, so we no longer yeah. have that house. And in the attic of that house, there were some religious artifacts and there was some really cool finds that the the family before us had. And there was this painting that we called Margaret because we figured she deserved a name. It was this very stoic, old portrait. It was like this on canvas, very... Do you remember? Did you ever see Margaret? I don't think I ever saw Margaret. But she was a very, like, stoic, like, creepy-ass painting. And everyone that saw it was like, oh, my God, that's so creepy. Well, we left her in the attic, and we didn't throw it out while we were there. And one night, I remember going upstairs... And Jenna was one of those wiggle worms, like that. She would inch her way up to the top of the crib, and she would then go sideways. So yep. she would be like, you'd look at one end of the crib, and she'd be completely gone, yep. but she'd be right there. She was completely covered, like somebody just freshly lifted the blankets and covered her up. And I said to the guy, I was like, "Did you go cover her up?" And he's like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, I didn't cover her up." And you didn't cover her up. Well, then who covered her up? Because homegirl was like perfectly covered and that was not her. And so we decided that Margaret was the one that covered her up. We had a ghost upstairs. Mm -hmm. So when we sold our house in Poughkeepsie, Margaret came home. We didn't leave her there. So we have her here now. Margaret has her own home in the attic at our house. (laughs) So I don't know why I went on to that whole thing, but I just thought it was cool that, you know, Jenna was her nursery was upstairs. We were too sh- we were too chicken shit to live upstairs in that house. So we put so the we kid put up the there. kid up there. So she was always upstairs and we were downstairs. But you know what? I always wondered that. I never I never asked, but I always too- wondered why you guys were downstairs and she was upstairs. Well, when we first got the house, you know, and again it was just us. We figured we'll put our bedroom downstairs mm-hmm. in case we need to get out quick. Right. That was our main theory. Yeah. And then, you know, after, well, where were we going to put you? Were we going to move our bedroom? Are you kidding me? No. no. I mean, That's she lived silly. with us for, what, six months downstairs in our room yeah. or something like that. And yeah. she had her own bed or whatever. Because I never co-slept. Did you co-sleep? 
Hell to the no. Good for you. God. You know, you know, all the other moms who co-sleep, more power to you. Like, nope. great job. I'm, nope. you know, proud of you that you can do it. Nope. I can't. I can't. I'm like, first of all, I move around so much in my own bed that I would... I would roll over on my child. Listen, I slept with Octopus Ollie last night because she had a sleepover and she decided she wanted to come up on the couch and sleep next to me. And she beat the hell out of me last night. She started punching me in the middle of the night. I'm like, whoa. So I like punched her back. Sleep fighting. (laughs) (laughs) But like, no, there's no way. There's, I I can't Mm -hmm. even, that is, your bed is your bed and their bed is their bed. And that's, that's that. Right. You and know, we had her in the crib from day one. She never slept <clears throat> yeah. in our room. But exactly. her room is also right across the hall from us. So if we want to, we can leave her door open and our door open of and we course. can in the crib. That's perfect. Right. She, I had her on a sleep schedule. Like she was sleeping through the night by like three months. Yep. She would be, yep. she would wake up to maybe eat. But she just, we like we could the first three months we could literally time when she would wake up. Mm-hmm. So I knew I would look at the clock. I'm like, oh okay, it's twelve o'clock. She'll be up in an hour to breastfeed. I might as well just stay up for an hour, feed her, and then go to bed. Like I could perfectly time everything. So you know, <laughs> so could your mother. She was like three o'clock. Three o'clock is nap time. Three o'clock. That's I just got to hold out for three o'clock. She still talks about three o'clock. <laughs> she mentioned it the other day. She was like, man. I used to, I miss three (laughs) o'clock. That was always our bedtime. Yeah. And um, so I would, I had a down Sleep schedules are amazing. Yeah. All the things that mom talks, moms talk about, like how they're so sleep deprived and this and that. I was, I'm lucky enough. I haven't had that as bad, but I also You better knock on some wood because if you pop out another one, girl. But I also had, my thing was I had to train her because Mm -hmm. I knew I was going back to work in three months and I knew at that point I'd have to be up at 4.30 in the morning to go to work. Yep. Yep. So there was no way I had I, I had to do something because there was no way I could drive all the way to work. Yep. Sixty three miles away. Yep. Got you. I'm with you. I was like, no, no, that's not happening. So that was really the only reason. I mean, now I'm up here and I work fifteen minutes away from home, so it's not like it's that far. But still, at this like I'd still have to get still, up. Still, of course. So yeah, and bring them to my parents and whatever. So that's awesome. But she does. She sleeps through the night. She's still. Exclu- pretty much exclusively breastfed. She'll eat. She does have. She, she has sleep through the night too. <laughs> well, I I would hope so at nine years old. Because if my nine year old's not sleeping, boom, you're locked in that room. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm letting you out. <laughs> yeah, you'll 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 get there. You have to contend with the tooth fairy. The fucking tooth fairy forgot to come the other night. Yeah. Can I not do? Can I opt out of the tooth? Fairy? No, you cannot. <laughs> nope. Why not? See, that's the whole thing. You're gonna try, and it's not gonna happen. All those kids, kids are gonna tell her about it. Yep. Then what are you gonna do, Listen. mommy? Why doesn't the tooth fairy care about me? Lord, because your teeth are too special. That's all. I know. I'm gonna make some shit. Let up. me tell you something. Russians don't have the tooth fairy. Russians yes. don't have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> My kid is so smart to look at me and be like, but mommy, you're Russian and you have teeth. Yeah, well, so, I came to America. <laughs> I got to keep them. 
<laughs> you come to America, you get to keep your teeth. That's that's part of part of your payment. You I mean, know. I guess I can't I can't really do that though because my parents did do tooth fairy with us, so I probably. <laughs> Yo, that minute that you forget to move the elf on the shelf, or you forget the tooth no. fairy. Elf on the shelf creeps me out. We are not doing elf we on the had shelf. Two bitches, two. Ew, one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the other night, the other the other night though, the tooth fairy forgot, fell asleep, and there were, there was. See, the thing is, during my cookie swap, I don't know if you saw this, homegirl came to me in the middle of the cookie swap and said, "Hey, I lost your tooth." I did see that while I was, and she never put it under her pillow, so I was like, "Oh, she's not digging the tooth fairy." So I just kind of played by ear. So then, she's so then. <laughs> so then the other day she came she goes oh I lost the tooth and we went Friday yeah Friday she puts it under her pillow we fall asleep on the couch she wakes up the next morning she's mad she's like tooth fairy forgot my tooth I was like well maybe she was trying to conserve energy and needed to get both teeth at the same time listen so I have a friend <laughs> who came up with a way of Figuring out the situation when the tooth fairy, quote unquote, forgets. Okay. Tell. What she does is she'll go, I'm like, oh, are you sure? Let's go double check. Maybe it fell. And then slips it in. And is like, oh, but it fell. It was under the bed. Or like, it was in the sheet or whatever. Oh, well. So the other Just night. Just so you for the future. Hold on. So the other night, she falls asleep with the pillow. She has a tooth tooth pillow. I love my friend Allison, but I could punch her in the face because she bought this little pillow that you have to put the tooth in, blah, blah, blah. And she loves it. She put it under her pillow and she was sitting, sleeping upward. So now we're trying. Other time, this kid sleeps and she's like diagonal, sideways, like curled up. Off the bed. Who cares? Right. (laughs) Not the other night. She was sitting straight up across all the pillows. So I'm like, how the fuck are we going to get the tooth out from underneath the pillow? So Guy, in his infinite wisdom, says, come with me. So we go in the bedroom both at the same time. And he he lifts her up and he starts to hug her. And he's like, honey, you feel a little bit warm. Are you feeling okay? Meanwhile, I'm behind him shoving fucking money under the pillow. <laughs> How much does a tooth fairy go for these? Oh, things? five bucks a tooth, bitch. You better Ew. take out a loan. <laughs> okay. Oh no, we're doing a dollar. So I got a quarter. A quarter. <laughs> Inflation. Yeah, that'll work when she's younger. But yeah, when she's older and then comparing how much the other kids are getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she first said five dollars, I nearly shit myself. I was like, what? <laughs> No, you get a shiny silver dollar. Exactly, <laughs> but see, and then that's so I'm shoving them a rare two dollar bill. And then oh, yes. that's the other thing: the tooth that she put, the two teeth that she put under her pillow were in these little plastic tooth capsules. So of course they rattle around. So I'm trying to pull the tooth quietly out of underneath her pillow and put the money underneath there while he's hugging her, saying, "Honey, you feel a little feverish. Isn't that fucked up? You're telling your kids they feel like they're having a fever." Meanwhile, we're just trying to get the goddamn money under the pillow. So 
I just grabbed a whole bunch of money and threw it under there. She got $11 for two teeth. Like, shit, I'm going to go knock some of my teeth out just so I can make some money. Because Lord knows I could use some cash. So she, the other night she says, I know that my mom and dad are not the tooth fairy because they never have cash. They never. <laughs> she, goes, they, she goes, they never have singles. Hell, they don't even have money. <laughs> she said the other night, I forgot to tell you that guy. While you were at the gym. That's what she said. It. She goes, some kids in my class don't believe in the tooth fairy, but my parents never have money on them. I love your child. And you know what? She's it. not wrong. Because sometimes I go downstairs to my mother and look, hey, can I borrow five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I need to put it under. Goddamn kid lost a goddamn tooth. So so we're almost out of that phase now because she doesn't have any more teeth to lose. Are you sure? Yeah, she's got like maybe three more molars and then we're good. And then 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 we get to pay the orthodontist. <laughs> Yay! Because that's exciting. Anyway, you should have told her to save up all her four dollar bills. Exactly. Because the sad thing is, she is so bad with her money, so bad with saving anything. I bet you she doesn't even know what that eleven dollars is. Like, who knows? She went underneath the pillow. And she goes, "The tooth fairy made it rain, mommy." <laughs> it's like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> great. Oh, I love so it. just. You know, for the future, I'm giving you some future things to look forward to. Well, mine has six teeth already, so good for her. She's gonna be eating steak. Um, I want she can your, eat chicken. I want your kid. You want she's, my kid? I do. She's so cute. She is. She's, she's so cute. But she is. This has been fun. Thank you for having. Okay. I mean, yeah. Wait, thank wait, you for no, having no, me. No, no, thank you for having no, what? me. What? Oh, wait, what? Wait, wait, oh, what? I was gonna say we can't wrap up yet. Okay. Okay. So one thing about this new recorder, I can't keep my phone near it mm-hmm. because like- It makes an interference? Yes. Okay. okay. And that happened while you were telling the story about learning to curse in Russian. Okay. Oh. And then I had a follow-up to that, but then like something else happened. Okay. So if you could tell that story again, and then I'll have my follow-up. It won't be as funny, but okay. if we could just do that again. All right. So- Okay. So, well, the whole thing started with you, um, with, with, with me whispering the, yes. Okay. So me whispering while I was cursing, um, all that started because I used to be, (laughs) she has a sign, Melissa's sign that says she has to pee. pee. (laughs) So she's going to go pee while she tells the story again. Okay. So. All right. So I used to be a lady, according to my mother. So hold on, that's a whole other story. <laughs> anyway, I used to not curse a lot. That was at all, pretty much at all. Like I used to be very, very um, conservative. So, um, and that was back when I was like nineteen or whatever. So I met um, met my husband, and I spent way too much time with him, and then would occasionally curse. But never really around my mom. When I started working in the city, which was like six years ago now, I worked with these amazing women. But they were all Russian. And they, of course, all knew all the curse words. And I'd heard them from my dad. My mom doesn't really curse. I never really heard them from from her. But I heard them from... Man, that was quick. I don't mess around. Go ahead. Um, So anyway, so I heard a lot of stuff from my coworkers. 
And we were sitting, I was sitting at the kitchen table once and my mom says something or my dad says something. Somebody said something. My instinct reaction was to curse in Russian. And it wasn't that phrase that I said. It was a completely different one. But it was something like completely out of left field, something my dad hadn't really ever used, uh, my mom hadn't used. And she looks at me, my mom, with this horrified expression. And it's like, where did you learn that? Oh my God, I didn't teach you this. Like, what, what is going on? You're supposed to be a lady. Like, I don't understand. And, um, I just looked at her and she's like, looks at my dad and says to my dad and she's like, well, it's all your fault. He goes, I don't even use this word. What are you talking about? I was like, well, it's my coworkers. Nah, sorry. And what? What? Yes. And that was my follow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, she said the F dash 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 word. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is that what your mom says? No, no the from the Christmas from story. Christmas story. The movie, the Christmas story. They don't say the F dash dash. Yes, they yes. do. That's said, a major oh, part. Fudge. Oh, I remember that. Yes, right. But, but I didn't say fudge. I said the Queen Mother, mother of, of all, all curse words. Mm-hmm. The F dash 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 and word. She, I and, remember everything but the F dash dash word. And he didn't want to sell out his dad. Because he had heard his dad say yeah, it a million I times. Christmas story. We watch it every, right. every right. Christmas But then his so. his mom gets on the phone with his best friend and the mother in the background, you hear, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I'm sure that was, that was probably my mom's internal reaction, <laughs> though she did not voice it necessarily. But yes, that was it. So yeah, so, and yes, the Christmas story segue, because that's immediately what I was thinking when you were telling the story. <laughs> I think it's so cool, though. <laughs> that, that your mother's like, who told you that? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. My family doesn't say the F word. None of my family. Except a couple of my uncles. But my grandmother never did. My grandfather, my mom. So so yeah, um none of my family like has, yeah. that's always been like the cardinal, cardinal word. And again, like I've said this a million and twelve times, or at least nine times, because that's how many episodes nine times, right? This is the tenth. The t- well, this is technically Nine and the a half. 11th because we did the special episode with, with Jenna. Jenna. Right. But that one's kind of outside of continuity. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, it happens. But yeah, we my family, nope. Yeah, see, nope. our family, now that we're older, now both my brother and I are older, we kind of use it more. But now with the baby, anytime they hear me say, you have a child sitting right there. Why? Why are you saying it like that in front of your child? Well... Sorry, I forget my child's there sometimes because she's so quiet. So, but I don't think I mean I don't think we I think we stopped saying it really early in front of her. Mm-hmm. Well, damn it! Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'll tell you the damn it story and then we probably have to wrap it up. So, <sighs> God. So Jenna was very an early speaker. Yes, and we all know that. And she, I, and for all of you who have listened, they, they know that I have OCD with certain things. Mm-hmm. And alphabetizing my DVDs was one of those things. Like yes, all of my DVDs. I so, and she would, that was her thing. She would go to the DVD rack and she would pull them all off and then she would stack them back up. Well, one morning when we were running late, I had her in my arms, I had everything else, and I'm trying to set the house alarm and leave the house and all these things. And the alarm started going off, and I was like, damn it, damn it. Then I'm like trying to get the thing. She pulled all the DVDs off of the DVD rack, 
and was the next day and she was putting them up and she was trying to get them all on and there was one that just would not go in. And this little one-year-old face was saying, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, trying to get the DVD back on the shelf. So, yeah, we realized early on that cursing in front of her was not an option um, because – She's too smart for her own good. She flips her and hair. She's, and she's still too smart for her own good. But yeah. now she's 10 and I want to punch her in her face. I love my kid. I do. And I'm my husband's a mandated reporter. You're a mandated reporter. My mother-in-law's a mandated reporter. So for all of those that people. That just means we can't actually do it. Exactly. <laughs> so actually the other night, last night, it's funny, she had a sleepover. And I was like, if you don't do it, I'm going to punch you in your face. And she leans over to her friend and she says, she's not going to do it. She really, she just says it. She always jokes with me and says she's going to punch me in my face. She never would do that. I'm like, thank God my kid is smart enough to know that I would never punch her in her face. It's just well, how we joke. I mean, I tell my kid I'll give you pow pows in the butt because mine, mine's not even one yet and it's throwing temper tantrums. Yeah, that's welcome. It's a girl thing. Mm-hmm. That, that <laughs> yeah. oh my God. And I'm one of those parents like, you I have no play. tolerance. No, no, I don't. You I have, have no tolerance. tolerance for that crap. I don't. I remember her babysitting for Jenna, and I was like, "Oh hell, we got the Russian nanny in the yeah, house." No. I was like, "No, we're not about this life." Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not doing this. <laughs> and that's kind of pretty much how. Which is why, like in the beginning, when you said that, I'm pretty kind of mellow with everything. And I mean, I have anxieties about certain things, but I'm pretty mellow until you set set my temper off because you're being a little nudge and want what you want and I'm not giving it to you well no you're gonna get yeah exactly yep it's like the the my favorite my favorite story is the wild kingdom story I don't know what she did to me I don't know what she did but it was like wild kingdom everything was in slow motion I was chasing after her I was the hungry lion after the gazelle I'm through the house running through the kitchen trying to get her and I grab her with one hand Hands down with one hand, hand came around and popped her right on the leg with the other hand, like it was one fell swoop. Boom. And I don't know what she did, but she didn't do it again. There nope. Go. She she, she got it, she got a pow on the leg. Mm-hmm. And I am not about beating your children, but if you have to tap their leg to get their attention, I popped her in the face for biting. Has she ever bitten? No. But she bit me one time. She didn't win. She didn't win. She she still bites occasionally, but she doesn't understand yet. I mean, she is only one, so she doesn't have that understanding of that she's biting as opposed to sucking. Like she, yeah, she'll like try to, yeah, right. She exactly. I'm trying to think of how to. I was about to say she bites down, but like I'm not trying to use the same. Yeah. Anyway, um, to grip. Yes. Yeah. So she, we still have that issue. We still have that issue a little bit, but she won't purposely. Like she did try to purposely bite me once. We flick. Yeah. See, flicking is so fun. Like you flick them, just get their attention, and they look at, and she looks at me like, "That's all you want to do is you just do, mom." Exactly. You just want her attention. That's it. That you just want the attention. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I always think of you. Never. She threw a temper tantrum in the grocery store. She was in the cart. And I didn't let her have something. And she, not that she was, like, she just wanted to reach something and hold something in her hand. She had her toy. She didn't want it. She's in the cart. Starts lipping herself backwards. And I'm, she's like, I'm like, whatever. And I just keep pushing her along. And all I keep thinking of is you. Because I remember the conversation we had where you were like, no, if Jenna throws a temper tantrum in the supermarket, I'm picking her up and I'm walking out. I can't handle this. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, whatever. 
that, I hope that played. Like, I yeah. hope that got caught. Yeah, I was never, um, never a big fan of of public. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, whatever. Keep keep throwing your temper tantrum. I'll just keep wheeling you along, and I'm yep. just doing what I do. And I swear, people were staring at me. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? To pay her attention? Like that's what she wants from my life right yep. now. And I refuse yep. to cave to her. Yep. Good for you. I just try to be as mellow as I can, which is why you're. Your nine awesome. year old and her friend are watching me right now. And that's I awesome. don't negotiate with terrorists. I don't. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun. Look at how smiley she is. She's like, hey, mom. You have but, fun. So, this has been a lot of fun. So, um, thank you for coming. Thank you for and having me. And anytime you want to come and join the fun. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I would like to say thank you to my hot engineer. Again, she, she wrote it down. down. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, for those of you um, that are new or are not new and haven't done it yet, I'm going to shame you into it. Please rate, review, and subscribe um, to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, Player FM. I don't know about Spotify. No, Spotify is a little Spotify, weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just know and that. No, the Amazon not, Echo, you can also um, enable that skill. Any pod. Enable any pod, and then you can say, Alexa, play real mom, say the F word. Yep. Ooh. And um, yeah, so that's really cool. Means. And then we also just want to give a quick shout out. We have a new faithful listener in Elgin, Illinois. Well, actually, they're not new. Not new, but, but I just noticed, like literally every podcast, there are listens from Elgin, Illinois, almost immediately from and, the time that yeah, we post it. And we know nobody in Illinois, so well, whoever you are listening out in Elgin, we see you. Yes, exactly. So anybody that we've only got one review. So anybody that is listening and enjoying, Shuputa, come on, um, you know, review. I was say, and Julie never even left us. Julie's a slacker, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so give us a review, and um, and we will uh, be much indebted to you. Um, just so you know, there's not one- actually indebted. Okay, but, well, you know, we'll you be know. grateful. Um, in the future, in the next couple of months, we're trying to work out a mixer. So the folks that are in the immediate area, we are planning on getting a, a live thing going on, and we would like to have everyone there. So we're looking at May for that. So that should be something exciting coming up. And um, yeah, that's it. That's pretty cool. Beautiful. So as a reminder, I always say, don't be a jerk. <laughs> and um, no, keep jerk. listening. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful afternoon. Woo woo woo. You want to say goodbye, girls? Goodbye. <laughs> and the baby's like, ah, pass. She's like, whatever.